to the Portland Center of Spiritual Living, very special and lovely Christmas Eve service. We are so grateful you chose to include tonight's service as part of your celebration of the eternal birth of spirit as the light of the world. We are a science of mind community that teaches spiritual principles to transform your life and make the world a better place. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome here. All we ask is that you stay open to the possibility of changing your entire life simply by changing your mind. My name is Catherine Richer. I'm one of the licensed practitioners here at the Center, and it is my honor to welcome you. If you are new to the Center, I invite you to find out more about us on our website at www.cslportland.org. Under the About Us menu tab is information about who we are, what we stand for, and how we might serve you. The website also provides details about the various activities at the center, and you can sign up to receive a weekly email listing of our events and services. And today, our Christmas Eve music is provided 
by the Steele family. Sarah, Lo, Mark, and LaRonda, we're so excited to have you all here. And the message is by Reverend Larry King. So relax, get ready to sing along and hear tonight's inspiring readings. I know that somewhere between the music and the message is exactly what your heart has come to receive on this holy and sacred night. And I invite you now to close your outer eyes, if you're comfortable doing so, to turn inward, to let go, to fall into the loving lap of the universe within the manger of your own precious heart in that Christ consciousness where all lies, all is. And all there is is the one, the one and only power and presence and infinite intelligence. It is the power back of absolutely everything, the presence that is never an absent, and the infinite perfect pattern of life, the organization that's seeming chaos, the eye in the blizzard, It is this one thing, this one source, one life, God, creator, call it anything or nothing. By no name, all names, it is the same one. And it is this one thing that revels and joys and dances in expressing itself in, through, and as everything, all that is seen and unseen, every speck in this universe, to the far reaches of the cosmos, And this very moment, all within it, expressions of that same one. And I know that this means me. I know that I am an individualized and unique embodiment of life itself. And as this is true for me, I know this is the truth of everyone. Everyone is a shining and perfect, radiant, beautiful, whole, complete embodiment, expression of life, of source, and of good. And knowing this to be the truth of who they are, I speak my word for and about them, knowing that the word itself is creative power. And I claim and affirm a love, a feeling of love so powerful, so enveloping, so imbuing them with every breath they take that they are comforted by this love, by this love that is always present, this love that is their very heartbeat. That as they look at every single star, every shining light, as they receive every message, every card, every gift, that everything is an expression of love, is an expression of life. And that is comfort comfort beyond measure and the comfort that leads to an unshakable joy a joy that creates shivers and unspeakable words of just radiant love and gratitude for all that is on this Christmas time where we are showered and enveloped by love this consciousness that is at the heart of everything 
I am so grateful to know the truth of love, the comfort in that love, and the joy in that love on this shining night. And in gratitude, I release my word into the infinite womb of sparkling potential and possibility, that place of all gifts that always says yes because it is the divine law that says yes. And in infinite gratitude, I release my word. I let it be, and I allow it to be. And together we say, and so it is. Over the hills and everywhere 
Good evening. I'm practitioner Sandy Liebold, and I also want to welcome you to the center tonight for our wonderful service and hope that you're having happy holidays. I'd like to share a reading now from the great Howard Thurman, the African-American theologian, educator, and civil rights leader. This is from Meditations of the Heart, and it is called Gifts on My Altar. I place these gifts on my altar this Christmas, gifts that are mine as the years are mine, the quiet hopes that flood the earnest cargo of my dreams, the best of all good things for those I love, a fresh new trust for all whose faith is dim, the love of life, God's precious gift in reach of all, seeing in each day the seeds of the morrow, finding in each struggle the strength of renewal, seeking in each person the face of my brother. I place these gifts on my altar this Christmas, gifts that are mine as the years are mine. Let's start caroling, so sing along from your homes if you feel like it. <laughs> Reconcile, joyful ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies with angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to earth and mercy mild god and sinners reconciled joyful all ye nations rise join the triumph of the skies with angelic hosts proclaim christ is born in bethlehem hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn This is the Christmas story from the second chapter of Luke. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them 
in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to all people on whom his favor rests. Pray. 
shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we let all within us praise his holy name Christ is the Lord oh praise his name I suspect in the midst of all of this beautiful music, I'm here for comic relief. We'll, we'll, we'll just see how that goes tonight. <laughs> I do promise, though, to keep my remarks short so that we can get back to some more beautiful music from the Steele family. So I'm so glad you've joined us for Christmas Eve. Every year, you know, we present our Christmas Eve service. This year, the title is Comfort and Joy. And I got to say, if ever there was a year when I could use some comfort and joy, it might be 2020. Gosh, what a difficult year for us. A pandemic raging throughout the world. Most of us feeling a little bit trapped, a little bit cabin feverish in our homes for safety's sake. Many of us not able to spend the holidays with our family because of concerns for health and travel. What a strange year, too, in terms of politics and the divisions in Washington. Here in the Pacific Northwest, we had forest fires raging throughout the summer. If ever there was a strange year, a year where we could use some comfort and joy, surely this is the year. Well, my, my job tonight, as I said, is probably a little comic relief. Maybe my part is the, the joy part of this. And so, of course, it's time for our Christmas joke. So Tina's father was struggling a bit as he leaned out of an upstairs window to get access to the roof of the front porch. Gingerly, he pushed out a giant red arrow edged in twinkling lights. He angled it a little bit to be seen better from the sidewalk below. How's this? he shouted down to his daughter. A little to the left, said Tina, just a little bit. Since she had been a little girl, Tina's dad had kept the idea of Santa Claus alive by putting a giant red arrow on their porch. He can see it from space, he would tell Tina. Santa can't miss our house. Well, now that Tina was 12, her dad was surprised she still wanted the arrow to go up. He was certain that she knew there was no real Santa Claus. He shouted down to her again, We probably don't have to do this, you know, honey. Santa has never missed our house yet. I know, said Tina. The sign works every time. The joke reminds me 
how our experience of the world is really an inside-out job. It's really us in our intentions and in our, in our inner spirit to decide how we want to experience what's going on on the outside. And I'm here to tell you that if it, uh, if it takes a big red arrow on the roof, if it takes the Christmas star, if it takes some inner inspiration to see the joy and to feel the comfort, then I'm all for it. You know, I've been uh, amused. A friend and I have been going out uh, quite a few evenings as we're watching Jupiter and Saturn come towards their alignment. And it, I thought it was particularly interesting or a particular magical moment that they should come together so close to Christmas. In a way, it's our own Christmas star this year, right? I know it's not a star, but if you go outside and observe, all you have to do is just look a little bit above the horizon to the south, and it's the brightest object, at least, that we can see from our house. It certainly looks like a star, And like that Christmas star from so many years ago, it's a symbol, it's a promise, it's a way of thinking, it's a way of of, uh, aligning ourselves on the inside so that we can choose to see something a little different on the outside. In this year of such trouble, in this year where so many conflicts and, uh, and trouble has been brewing on the horizon, uh, is that where we want to focus our efforts? Is, is that how we want to, to feel as we move into this new year? Or can we use that symbol, whether, again, whether it's a big red arrow on our porch or whether it's a, a new kind of Christmas star? Maybe it's time, maybe we're, we're ripe for experiencing something different, no matter what's going on on the outside. You see, I think we have that power. I, I absolutely think we have the power to, to take our experiences as they come, yes, but to paint a picture in our own minds, in our own way, that can bring about comfort and joy. We don't have to wait, Right. Do we really have to wait to experience the, the good things in life? Or, or can we choose, in large part, to experience our life as though it is comfort and joy? Now, I know this year is different. I know many of us are, are at home. Uh, typically on a Christmas Eve, this sanctuary would be full of people and we'd all get to, to sing the lovely carols that uh, Mark has been playing uh, together. It, it would be a, a big family feeling event. And, and I know tonight is different. And yet, and yet here we are, right? Can we not feel the comfort and joy even across, I don't know, this thing we call the internet, this uh, modern technologically magic that we, that we think of as a symbol of connection in these strange days? I think we can. And tomorrow, whether it's uh, having to meet up with people on FaceTime or, or Zoom technology, Truly, we can gather the people that are important to us. We can feel that love and share that comfort with one another. Simply because the outside looks a little bit scary doesn't mean that inside we can't feel that love. We can't share that love. 
Now, I know many of you have been following along this month on Sundays, and, uh, and we've been using an interesting book that uh, has a couple important thesis statements in it. And, and one of the statements is that we are acting on behalf of God to bring grace into the world. That we're, again, not having to wait for it to somehow rain down in some magical way that we personally can take steps in the direction of grace, steps in the direction of comfort and joy, not only for ourselves, but for one another. You also probably know on Sundays that I like to assign a little bit of homework, and tonight is not going to be any different. I think that we have the power within our own hearts and our own minds and our own hands to bring greater comfort and joy to the people around us. And so that's your your simple homework for this holiday season, to see if you can bring about a sweetness of living, a a joy in your heart, a, a helpful word, a kind thought to those people around us. It's truly how we can raise the vibration of the planet, how we can choose to experience collectively something more than uh, than just what's going around us, just the facts. It's it's interesting. I remember there was a, a TV show. I, I think it was one of those police dramas from years ago where uh, the kind of crusty detective would say, just the facts, ma'am. And, uh, and what I'd like to suggest is the facts are almost unnecessary, right? The world is going to do what the world does, but how we interpret it, what we make of it, and what we allow one another to feel with what we do with it, that is all the difference. That's what's important. That's what we can share and bring about during this holiday season. The facts are going to be what the facts are. And of course, we can do our part to change them. We can do our part to physically make changes in the world. And I'm very hopeful that 2021 will be a year of change, that that vaccines will roll out, that a calmness will spread over politics, that each one of us will get to experience more outwardly of the love and abundance and joy that we crave. Uh, I'm looking forward to being out in the world world again, right? We all are. But what I also know is that it does start. It's it's one of those inside-out kind of phenomenons that we right now can choose to be the love in the world, that we right now can choose to be the joy in the world for ourselves and others, that these gifts that we were talking about putting on our altar are gifts that we can freely choose to share with one another during the holiday season. It truly is a season of comfort and joy when we bring that to the table, when we are that comfort and joy for ourselves, for our families, for our neighbors, for people we just meet on the street. We have that power. I also want to just acknowledge on this night, not only that this is an inside job, but that really the birth of Jesus represented in the same way that we talk about the the Christmas star or that we talk about the red arrow on the the porch roof from the joke that that 2,000 years ago, the, the symbol of the birth of Jesus, probably almost all of you already know, 
It's very unlikely that he was born on December 25th, right? If you, if you read the uh, scripture, it talks about the lambs being born and so on. No doubt he was probably born in the spring of the year. And yet they chose December 25th. Why? As that symbol of hope as that symbol of life enduring, as that, that symbol that even in the darkest part of the year, there is light to behold. There is that newness to be born. There are those tidings of comfort and joy to be shared. And so tonight I, I simply remind you that whatever symbology you want to use, there is hope, there is newness, the new year approaches and everything that you could dream of, everything that you could desire, the wholeness, the love, the abundance, the peace, the joy, whatever is in your heart, you can experience. Simply look up to your own personal Christmas star, whatever that might be, and know that it can be and it will be true for you. Let us pray. There is one power and one presence, one life, one goodness, one wholeness, only this one thing. And what I know about this one thing, this God, this eternal spirit, is that it is everything, that every good thing comes from God. The love, the light, the joy, the peace, the wholeness, it's all, all wrapped up in and as God. And I know that means me. I know that this night of all nights, God's love is moving through me. God's peace is represented in me, that the light and the abundance of the universe is here for me and as me. And as it is true for me, it is true for everyone. Each of us has that, that power of the Christ consciousness. Each one of us has that joy to share. Each one of us can make one another more comfortable in this life of sometimes confusion and sometimes trouble. We can put that aside and be there for one another. And so for this, I give thanks. For this, I recognize in this Christmas season that it is the season of light and that light is here to guide the way. And so in gratitude, I release my prayer. I release it into the activity and action of the law itself. I let it be, and together we say, and so it is. Thank you so much for being here this Christmas. I do want to remind you that we are graciously accepting your gifts as well. I know that many of you belong to the Tithely program and are so generous in your donations. I also know that you can go to our website at cslportland.org and make a donation through PayPal or on your credit card. And I thank you so much for your contributions. But I think it's time for some more music. I think it's time to retire the comic relief and have some beautiful music. Thank you, Reverend Larry, for the comic relief.
Light candles this Christmas. Candles that will burn all the year long. Candles of joy, despite all the sadness. I light this candle for joy. Candles of courage, for fears ever present. I light this candle for courage. Candles of peace, for tempest-tossed days. I light this candle for peace. Candles of grace, to ease heavy burdens. I light this candle for grace. Candles of love, to inspire all my living. I light this candle for love. I will light candles this Christmas, candles that will burn all the year long. Our altar tonight, we have the hopes and the dreams of humanity. Each of our candles symbolizes a, a dream yet to unfold in the coming year. Each one of our candles celebrates an intention of, of joy, of peace, of love, of grace. I invite you now, if you would like, just to think of some of your own blessings to be received in the coming year. Use the candles as a symbol of your own heart opening to receive more. And whether that be love or grace or wholeness, whether it be good health or peace, just allow these symbols of illumination to be within your heart creating that new day for 2021, that impending joy, that impending love. I'd like to close our service tonight with a final reading from Howard Thurman and a prayer. The reading is called The Work of Christmas. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among the people, to make music in the heart. And now let us pray. How good it is to know that there is just one life, one love, one power, one presence, one source, one divine energy. I call it God. I call it spirit. And what I know is it is back and behind everything seen and unseen. It is the cause. It is the source of everything, of every person, place, event on this planet and beyond into the universe. There is just one thing happening, and it is God, it is spirit, and it is good. And what I know is that the truth of my very existence is that I am part of God, and God is part of me. And as I know that's true of me, I know that it's true of each and every person on this planet. Each of us is a divine spark in that light, in that beautiful, all-encompassing, divine light that is God, that is everywhere present. 
And so what I know and claim and affirm this evening on this Christmas Eve is the comfort and joy of the season and of this moment. There is comfort in knowing that on the human level, the light is returning. We have been through recently just the the shortest day of the year, the longest night of the year, and we know that the light is returning. This year has been a year in which on our human level we have perceived some darkness, maybe a lot of darkness, but what I know is that there is always light. The light is what is abiding. The light is what is always present. And at Christmas, when we celebrate the light of the world, what I know and claim is that each of us is lifted in this abiding love, the love that is the love of spirit, the love of spirit for us and through us, and the love we have for each other. There is comfort in this. And there is comfort in knowing that each of us has as our birthright joy, peace, love. These are within us. We are of spirit, and these qualities are in us. And what I also find comfort in is knowing that divine right action is occurring at all times. And I know that my perception of that divine right action and timing is increased as I lean ever more into my commitment and my connection to spirit. And in this comfort, I choose joy. I affirm joy. I choose to live joy. Part of that joy is as we recommit in this season to the essence of Christmas, the faith, the hope, the joy, the peace, the love, these qualities, these these forces in our lives, these rays of divine energy, these are always present and it brings joy. And there is the joy in knowing that all is one and all is well. And so I am so thankful for this comfort and joy, this comfort and joy that is in my life and it is in your life and it is in the life of each of us. And so it is with deep, deep gratitude that I release this prayer, knowing that each and every prayer is answered with a resounding yes. I know that it's already done in the mind of God. I know that it's already manifesting here on this earth. And so I just let it be. And together we say, and so it is. service tonight. Um, Our family is grateful to be in community with you tonight during uh, Christmas Eve. So we have a final song and we invite you to sing along with us. Sound